listening to the official podcast of Oasis Community Church, where everybody's welcome, nobody's perfect, and anything's possible. If you'd like to learn more about Oasis, request prayer, or get in touch with a pastor, visit our website at oasischurch.org. Enjoy the podcast. This Sunday, we celebrate ordinary pilgrimage, or what we could call extraordinary walking. Our time together today is going to feel a little different. It's going to follow a distinctive rhythm and a slower pace than what we're used to. We're going to practice a form of prayerful scripture reading, a prayerful scripture reading and reflection known as Lexio Divina, or divine reading. We've structured today's time around a devotional that was produced by the folks at 24-7 Prayer, They have an app uh, that I would um, highly recommend that you download to assist you in your morning and evening prayer. As you came in today, we gave you a little QR code, and you can use that QR code to kind of access access the app. Um, I use it, and I found it very helpful, um, even inspiring. Uh, Today's service, in fact, was inspired by a post that was posted back on June the 22nd. Our summer series has been focusing on ordinary time. That is, the time after Pentecost, the time after the Spirit has been poured out on all flesh. In other words, our everyday lives with God. If we truly believe that God is everywhere, all the time, then it would be good for us to pay attention, as Carol was saying, to God's presence. To be aware that God is always with us. If we remember that God is always with us, it will prompt us to pay attention, to be present to God, and to be aware of our thoughts and our behaviors before God. One of the ways that we can do this is to practice some form of contemplation or meditation, which is just another word, really, for silent prayer. So, I'm going to pause here and there throughout today's service, and we're going to sit in silence. There's nothing really for you to do except be present. We aren't trying to forcefully clear our minds of thoughts. We aren't trying to focus our thoughts or feelings on on some particular object. We're just simply being with God. I typically don't listen to the radio or to podcasts. I know that makes me a little bit unusual. But maybe especially when I'm in the car by myself or if I'm taking a walk in the neighborhood, I just like to be present with God. Uh, It helps me remember that I'm not alone. It helps me realize that God is always with me. So again, we're calling today our time together Ordinary Pilgrimage. A pilgrimage is about a journey, often to a special place or a place of historical or spiritual significance, a place of beauty. Richard Rohr writes this about pilgrimage. He says, Above all else, Pilgrimage is praying with your body, and it's praying with your feet. It's an exterior prayer, and the exterior prayer keeps calling you into the interior prayer.
War, war writes on. He says, A pilgrim must be like a child who can approach everything with an attitude of wonder and awe and faith. But let's pray for wonder. Let's pray for awe. Let's pray for desire. And ask God to take away our cynicism. You know as well as I do that our culture is filled with negativity. It's filled with cynicism. And as G.K. Chesterton has said, and we've often quoted, we have sinned and grown old, and our Heavenly Father is younger than we. One last quote from Richard Rohr about pilgrimage. He says this. He says, What most distinguishes the sacred art of pilgrimage from a tourist trip or a hiking expedition, as beneficial as they are, is the characteristic inward journey, a turning of one's heart to the divine, with the expectation of transformation on every level of being along the way. Our time today is segmented into four movements using the word prayer as an acronym. So P will stand for pause. R will stand for reflection. A will stand for ask. And Y will stand for yield. Are you ready? Amen. Let's begin. As we enter into prayer now, we pause to be still, to breathe slowly, to recenter our scattered senses upon the presence of God. Let's pray. High King of Heaven, would you walk with us and talk with us as we seek to follow in the footsteps of your servants? who have walked with you and lived in accordance with your spirit. We have set our hearts on pilgrimage. So challenge us and change us. Cleanse and rearrange us until the fire that burned in the hearts of your saints burns brightly in ours. Amen. As I was saying, I love to take walks, though I wish I did them more than I do. Nothing pleases me more, actually, than not just taking walks, but being near bodies of water. I love the sound of the ocean, or the sound of rain, or the sound of a waterfall. For me, that is the sound of peace. I actually have an, an Amazon Echo that I have play those sounds for me so I can sleep well. Like the transcendentalist, I find God and connect with God in nature. I rejoice, too, in the river of God, joining with the ancient praise of all God's people in the words of Psalm 46. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy habitation of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God will help her when the morning dawns. The nations rage, the kingdoms totter. He utters his voice, the earth melts. 
The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Quite get my head around it. But somehow, sim simply by putting one foot in front of another, I've really covered a lot of miles in my time. Years of walking. In fact, my 52nd birthday was this last Friday. So perhaps today is a good day for thinking about the spirituality of walking. Or maybe the spirituality of living. Beginning by focusing on a beautiful invitation that Jesus offers us. Are you tired? Worn out? Burned out on religion? Come to me. Get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. Isn't it extraordinary that Jesus seemed to never be in a hurry? The descriptions that we get of his life in the Gospels are filled with all sorts of like ordinary activities. He made time for fishing trips, for picnics, for parties, for wedding receptions, which means that he's officially less busy than a lot of us. We take pride in our busy schedules, treating a full calendar or a busy work week like a badge of honor. One of my favorite theologians was a Japanese-American named Kosuke Kuyama. Uh, Kosuke is best known for his work, The Water Buffalo Theology. Koyama was committed to writing theology that was accessible to everyone, that wasn't kind of too academic. In one of his lesser known works, he writes about the pace or the rhythm of God. He says, he says this, let me make this observation. He's writing in his book, The Three Mile an Hour God. So Koyama says, that God walks slowly because he is love. If he, if he is not love, he would have gone much faster. Love has its speed. It is an inner speed. It's a, a spiritual speed. It is a different kind of speed from the technological speed of which we are accustomed. It is the speed we walk and therefore... It is the speed the love of God walks. I love that. Let's pause and think about that for a minute. Jesus walked everywhere he went. He was truly present to everyone he met. Never getting in a hurry. Always moving at the pace of love. Thinking ahead to the busyness of the coming week, let us ask the Lord to help us slow down, to make us interruptible, walking with each person we meet 
at the speed of love. So think now of someone who seems especially stressed or exhausted. Do you have somebody in mind? I really want you to do this. Think of someone who's, that you know that's especially stressed or exhausted. You got somebody? <laughs> is it you? It's okay if it is. It's all right to pray for yourself. But let's pray the words of this famous hymn for our loved one or perhaps for ourselves today. As we return to the passage, let's imagine the expression on Jesus' face as though he's saying these very words to us. Are you tired? Worn out? Burned out on religion? Come to me. Get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. Unforced rhythms of grace. Think about it for a second. Learn from me the unforced rhythms of grace. John Muir, one of my all-time favorite environmentalists, advocated sauntering while you were out in the wild, rather than hiking or just walking. I love the word sauntering. I've always walked at a slow pace. In fact, my mother used to call me lightning, ironically, because I move so slow. Perhaps too slow at times for Angela. In any case, Muir writes that back in the Middle Ages, people used to go on pilgrimages to the Holy Land. And when asked where they were going, this is what they would reply. Allah Santer which means to the Holy Land. And so they became known as Santer heirs. Santer heirs. I love this. It makes me think that maybe, maybe one can make this coming week into a mini pilgrimage. I mean, if God is everywhere all the time, and if God made all creation and fills it with his presence, every place is holy ground. And we acknowledge places as holy ground when we saunter on them. So everywhere you walk, if you're a believer in the one true God, then you are sauntering, you're a holy lander. You're kind of making the ground on which you walk holy ground. So by slowing down to three miles an hour, 
we can become more present to the people we meet. And we become more present to the God whose name is I am in each passing moment. I often quote this stanza from Elizabeth Barrett Browning's poem, Aurora Lee. It's in book seven, and it says this, Earth's crammed with heaven, and every common bush afire with God, but only he who sees takes off his shoes. The rest sit round it and pick blackberries. So here's my advice for you this week, maybe even right now. Take off your shoes. Pay attention. This too is holy ground. God is with us. And we yield to the Lord's grace and pace once again in the words of the Pilgrim's Credo. I am not in control. I am not in a hurry. I walk in faith and hope. I greet everyone with peace. I bring back only what God gives me. And now, as we prepare to take this time of prayer into the slow pilgrimage of the coming week, the Lord who loves us says in Jeremiah, Stand at the crossroads and look. Ask for the ancient paths. Ask where the good way is and walk in it and you will find rest for your soul. Let's pray. Father, help us to live this day, this week, to the full being true to you in every way. Jesus, help us to give ourselves away to others, being kind to everyone we meet. Spirit, help us to love the lost, proclaiming Christ in all we do and say. Amen. We hope you were blessed by today's podcast. If you liked what you heard and want to support us, you can do so by subscribing wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can leave us a review on iTunes, and if you want to contribute to Oasis financially, you can go to oasischurch.org. May the Lord bless you and keep you, and may God's face shine upon you and give you peace. Amen. Amen.